Look out, here comes The Blitz, a podcast dedicated to covering all the local sports in Sumter, Lee, and Clarendon Counties, a member of the Item Podcast Network. Welcome back to another episode of The Blitz. I'm Tim Leibel, and on today's episode, we've got the head coach of the Sumter P-15 Lady Storm, Rocky Heelan. And we talked about the young group that he's got here uh, as the uh, one of the two teams here in Sumter in, in the second season of American Legion softball, and about the, the development of their young girls and their look towards the future as they look to build something long-term here in Sumter. Let's get to it. Well, Rocky, thank you so much for coming in to uh, chat a little softball with me and wanted to go over the uh, the Lady Storm's uh, great start to the season so far. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. You know, and this is year two of, you know, American Legion softball here in South Carolina. And I kind of wanted to start off by just asking, you know, what is the, kind of the biggest stuff that you took away from year one as you guys were kind of gearing up for the second year of this thing? Were there kind of specific things that you learned from last year <laughs> to kind of carry into this season? Yeah, I learned not to carry 18 girls like I did last year. I said, I'm going to go carry 12, but I got 14. But um, it was really hard trying to keep them all happy with 18 last year. Just from a playing time perspective? Playing time. I mean, even the really good ones don't realize you're playing a weaker team, you want to play some of the subs because they work too. You know, they need to be playing. Well, and that's also kind of the, the struggle of Legion in general. You get the best players from all of their high school teams, and everybody is used to playing you know, every inning of every that's game, right. and all of a sudden you get to Legion, and there's a lot of competition for playing time. Absolutely. Yeah, and so um, you go from having that bigger team last year and a little bit more experience on last year's team oh, yeah, as well. Oh, yeah, older girls last year. This year's team's a whole lot different where you've got a lot of young girls. What was kind of the uh, – you know, the process early on as you were kind of figuring out um, where these girls were going to fit and and that whole process kind of before the season even got started, just kind of figuring out what this team was going to be. Yeah, everybody I replaced from last year um, are, are younger girls, the rising eighth graders, rising ninth graders. And I did that, and I tried to get really fast girls with, with good parents. That's a, a big thing, too, to keep everybody happy. And I really enjoyed this year because of that, these young girls – you know, they play on really you know, competitive travel teams, and, you know, they love to win. And they're very coachable, all of them. Yeah, and how much did it help to have some familiarity with a lot of the girls on this team? Obviously, you're very familiar with all the uh, the Lakewood kids, but, you know, you've also got, you know, some from uh, Manning and Crestwood, so you guys play against them pretty regularly during the year. You've got some Sumter girls that you guys play against a couple of times during the Lakewood season. So how much familiarity did you kind of have with this team before you even got to tryouts and things like that? Yeah, um, you know, I got four from Lakewood. Um Autumn Gibbons, I got them marked here, so don't forget them here. <laughs> Autumn Gibbons, Hannah Pack, Morgan Christmas, and can't be Moan writing here. Well, does Ella count? No, Ella's not <laughs> a Lakewood girl, but she's okay. <laughs> she is my niece. But anyway, and I got Sadie Johnson, which I've played with several times before, and she played with me last year. Oh, and Cambry. Cambry was who you f- Oh, Cambry, forgot. yeah, Cambry DeBerry. She'll kill me. Okay, but, <laughs> yeah, she's my little catcher. She's a good hard-nosed catcher, too. And um, then, you know, Malia Wright, I've taught her pitching lessons for like three years, so she's been with me quite a while from Crestwood. And, you know, 
we can start with the pitching because that that is where you know you carry a couple of Lakewood pitchers over where you're very familiar with working with them all spring, and then you've got two girls that uh, come from Crestwood and Manning that are used to really carrying a heavy load throughout the spring. You know, Malia and Sadie both were the really the only pitchers on those two teams. They had some other girls that would kind of come in, but they were the aces, and they had a lot of pressure on them on both yeah. of those teams. So That's true. I felt so sorry for them sometimes because <laughs> they would be having a great game, and you know you could see they got tired or had some errors out there, and nothing they could do but keep on pitching. And you know, That's why they've kind of learned to dig deep and just do it. Yeah, and how much do you think it helps them to come into this Legion format where now they get to come onto a team where uh, there are three other pitchers that are there? So, you know, if they kind of hit into a rough spot, you can hand it off to somebody else and, and know that, oh, if, if I don't have it this game, we still have a chance to win because I'm not the only person that has to come out here yep. and pitch. And they know they don't have a long rope. It's like we played the other night, we got beat, but we had, you know, like, Three walks, and I'd pull them. You know, um, a couple of hard hits, I'd pull them. I'd use all three pitchers in that game we lost. Now, Sadie come in, and that game we won, she pitched the whole game. Yeah, and do you think that that also um, has made them kind of more confident this summer just yes. because they kind of have that in their back pocket a little That's bit? That's right. They don't come in nervous because they know, you know. And they'll tell me sometimes, hey, pull me, you know. But um, we've been good with the pitcher. we got, you know, four pitchers, and you know, young, you know, Hannah Peck's a – going on in ninth grade and um, Autumn's now she is going in 11th grade but that's my two Lakewood pitchers and I think it's going to help them a lot for next year yeah and Malia and Sandy and Sadie both younger Malia's, girls as well. yeah she's going to, going to ninth grade I think too and um, now Sadie's older but mm-hmm. all the rest of them are younger yeah and have, have you kind of seen that as one of your bigger strengths this year um, has been that pitching? You know, for the most part, you guys have been able to kind of, other than uh, the first one against Darlington earlier this week, for the most part, you guys have really been able to keep bats down. Yeah, we have. We know. And, um, and that because we got four pitchers. And if we had two, and it might be a lot harder. But four, you got two games, and it's hot, over 100 degrees most nights. You need to be able to throw several pitchers. Absolutely, yeah. And and with that, you know, what have you kind of seen out of the group that's defending behind them so far this year when you've got a young group and, you know, the defense is kind of tends to be the hardest thing to figure out with Legion for baseball or softball because you, you end up getting so many kids that kind of play the same position right. for their high school teams that you got kids that, you know, are playing a secondary or maybe even a tertiary position because you just want to get them on the field. So uh, what has that process been like for you guys, kind of figuring out the right spots to put all these girls? You're right, just a whole pile of shortstops out there. But luckily, I got a lot of speed, so I have a very good outfield. I could put, you know, two different outfields out there that's just as good as anybody in the league. Um, like third base, Madison Rainwater is as good as they get at third base. He's real smooth. And, um, of course, I've had Morgan Christmas with me at Lakewood for six years, and she's a good second baseman, solid as a rock. And um, Autumn used to be third base, but she's playing first base now when she's not pitching. And Malia and um, Myla, um, artists, are playing short and doing a really good job. Yeah, and, and how much does it help to kind of have some flexibility within that, too, if somebody needs to have a day off or, uh, you know, you've got Autumn who is coming in and pitching and then, you know, can play first base and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, what has been kind of the benefit of that flexibility that you might not have quite as much during a high school season? Oh, in high school, if we're missing a shortstop or a third baseman, we're dead. You know, it's just like, oh, my goodness. But now I got um, 
I can bring Miley in the infield or outfield. I can, you know, I can move them all around. Um, defense is not a problem for us. We, we have any errors um, done out against um, Darlington, and they hit the ball as hard as anybody. And so I was really happy with the defense. Absolutely, and you mentioned the speed too. Talk a little bit about the the benefit that that speed has. I'm, um, you know, with with how young and fast you are, I'm sure that's a combination that you ne- haven't necessarily coached a lot. Oh, that's right. <laughs> These girls some don't even trust their own speed, you know, because we got one thrown out last night in the first inning before we got rained out, and um, she's fast as light, and they still throw her out because they got a college level um, catcher back there. They're learning that. You go from a 1400 travel ball team to play on a college level catcher is different. Absolutely. And, and you know, does that affect how you coach a team when you have that kind of speed oh, in your does. back pocket? It does. I'd say, y'all got to watch me. I've already had a couple thrown out that came without me calling them. They used to be able to do that. And, that, you know, that's my pet peeve. You know, make sure I call you before you come over here. Yeah, and that also, you know, gets into the matchup with Darlington on Tuesday where that second game, I'm sure that speed was was one of the ways that you guys were really able to generate yeah. offense because the bats still weren't necessarily clicking in that ball game. but when you're able to kind of move base runners around and, and kind of put defenses on their toes, it kind of helps you jumpstart things even if the bats aren't clicking. That's true. And um, with this team, I think I, I got seven girls that run, you know, the sub three home to first. I don't have it on my high school team. I have like maybe two, <laughs> but you know, you got seven girls can do that. That's amazing. So all of them can bunt, and we try to use it all we can. Yeah, and talk a little bit about that that matchup with Darlington. Obviously, the first game got away from you guys pretty quick. And um, when you've got a young team, what was the key to kind of picking them back up again? That was their first loss of the season, and um, you know. That could be a tough kind of kick in the butt to get in the you know still in the early stages of this season. So what was kind of the message between those games for you to come back and be able to win game two? Yeah, I think they were just kind of scared and they realized towards the end of that game that they could get. They got a couple of hits and they said, you know, we, we can hit them. And so we called them together. And said that's a good team. You know, how does it feel to get you know just waxed? We got waxed that game. You know, and they just you know, stood up to the mark and went out there and played some ball. I mean, we had a lot of base runners on that game. We did, you know, we played excellent that game. Yeah, and you have that one inning where you kind of sparked that offense. And what kind of got things going a little bit to kind of pick things up and, and and you know, finally get some runners home? I can't remember who all did the hitting, but I know um, Ashland and Morgan, a couple of them got some nice hits. And um, then we scored a couple. And that just – they were all fired up then. You could it was so loud, you know, it was ringing my ears. So it was great. Yeah, and then in that ball game too, you know, Darlington did make a late push to to kind of make a run at you guys. Walk me through kind of the, the late stages of that game and what's kind of going through your head as as they're kind of making that comeback and the girls are trying to find a way to to cling on to that win. Yeah, they had their their ace pitcher who's also a big home run hitter because they hit like six against Holly Hill, and I was happy we'd held them to no home runs, but then she come up and hit one. Just put the game in a 4-3 situation. But, you know, I knew it wasn't going to kill us if she hit it, you know. I wasn't going to walk her and get him the winning run on, you know. And we was able to hold after that. Yeah, and and how big of a pride point is a win like that early in this season where you've now kind of run through everybody uh, in your division of this and, and to, you know, 
face off against the team that's expected to be at the top of this thing and to have them make a run there at the end and to still be able to hold on for a young team that that needs to learn how to right. beat teams of that quality how big was a win like that early in the that season that showed this team's backbone i mean this team they've all been on some very successful teams and they're used to winning and they wouldn't let themselves lose and i was just so proud of them because we didn't have the goal to win this whole thing we had the goal this year to beat darlington one time that was our goal. Now, so if we beat them again, it's even better. Yeah, and, you know, as I mentioned, you guys have now seen everybody in this division. What's kind of your biggest takeaway of the, you know, the other three teams in this division so far? You know, with you guys and with um, Bishopville in particular, a lot of youth on this kind of side of the of the lower state. Right. So what's kind of your biggest takeaway from this kind of first run through? Uh, Bishopville was very scrappy. Um, they got a couple of my old travel ball players on there. Um just like Lynn's team has like five more travel ball players. So I know them all. So I, I like to see them succeed too, except against us. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, they did good. They were very scrappy. And, you know, we had to push them to win both those games against Bishopville. Now, Holly Hill's still young, and um, they have better pitching than last year. But, you know, they still got a way to go, and I think they're on the right track. Yeah, and do you think this is kind of a good division for you guys to be sitting in with this young team? This whole division is kind of, other than Darlington, is kind of going to be growing together yes. in a way with how young kind of everybody outside of the very experienced Darlington team is in this division. Yeah, I think we're in a good division. And um, next year when Darlington graduates all their, their girls and maybe Florence gets a team in it that will take these South Florence girls off there, I think we'll be way more competitive with them, especially next year. Yeah, and, you know, how have you also kind of seen American Legion softball kind of developing here in year two? Um, where you, We've added a couple of teams here with Bishopville coming in, and, uh, you know, there were a couple of teams that almost were able to kind of get get things together to have a team this year. And, you know, I'm th- you know based on talking with Glenn, we're probably going to get a big jump in teams come year three. So, so yes. how are you kind of uh, seeing the development of this thing as we're kind of, you know, going through year two here? Yeah, I had it. Coach from Johnsonville and a coach from Florence call me and ask me about it. I told him it's a exciting thing to do. I mean, it's really big. The girls will participate because um, I I could have had a hundred girls play if I wanted to. I mean, all the girls want to play American Legion because it's just you know high on the shelf. Absolutely, and you know, let's talk a little bit, kind of big picture here. You know, we mentioned a little bit before where. You know, obviously you guys are looking to compete this year, but you guys are also looking to build kind of long-term here with this young group. What kind of goals have you been setting for yourself this year? You mentioned, you know, beating Darlington being one of those, but what kind of are the, the kind of smaller goals that you guys are setting for yourselves this year? Well, yeah, we're trying to get all on the same page because these girls, like I said, playing great travel ball teams. They're very aggressive. And you play a team like Darlington, you really can't be aggressive with the great catchers. They're going to throw you out. But um, just try to get us all on the same page, you know, in the same philosophy, and um, and to have a really good time. We really, we are having a good time. We have practice. The girls don't want to leave, and it's, you know, it's fun. It's just a lot more fun this year because the young girls are just you know, so eager. Yeah, and and do you think there's um, kind of a different feel around Legion? You know, last year there was maybe a little bit more pressure with it being that first season of just like, oh man, we 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 really want to succeed, especially when there's two teams in Sumter. We we need to be the best team that's coming out of Sumter and things like that. Do you think that now that you know we're in year two of things, it's kind of 
maybe gotten a little easier just from a pressure standpoint and to just kind of go out there and have some fun. Yeah, it's still a big deal for the girls to play, and they know it, but they are more relaxed. And um, and the fans are really good. We had 180 people come out for between um, Glenn's team and our team the other night. That's a lot of people. That's probably pulling more than the boys' P-15s. I don't know, but it's, <laughs> they're pulling a lot of people. Yeah, and how fun is it to have those nights like you had on Tuesday where both of these teams are at home playing against other teams? So there's just a lot of uh, – just support towards the Sumter softball where, you know, when you guys are playing each other, uh, like hopefully you guys will maybe in the playoffs um, and you guys did last year, it's a little bit more adversarial just because you guys are playing against each other. But when, you know, is there a different kind of vibe when you guys are both playing out at Patriot Park um, and, you know, people that can see both games can cheer for both of you guys because they're just cheering for Sumter? Yeah, because we, we were on field two and they were on field one and it's like, 50 people in between the heads going like ping pong match, you know, it's it really good. So they were pulling for both teams. So, you know, they, they do, we pull for them, they pull for us and it's a good thing. Absolutely. And and how big do you think having a season like this is for the development of softball in this area in general? Oh, it's big. I mean, cause softball and something has really grown, you know, since, cause many years ago I started the Carolina girls with the first travel ball team in Sumter and, it, now they just got them all over the place. There's just a ton of teams, and the girls are interested in playing. we got a lot of talent. This new little 9, 10-year-old group coming up, they're really, really good. I do a lot of pitching lessons with them, and they they got some athletes out there. Yeah, and how excited are you for the long term with this group that you have in particular, just knowing how young this team is um, and – and seeing how they're coming together already. Are you kind of seeing the building blocks of something that uh, you'll be able to kind of put together for years to come here? Oh, absolutely. Um, like I said, the, the, the little girls I got, the younger girls I got, like the artist girls, Myla and Bailey and Kylie Lowe, I mean, just tremendous players only in eighth, ninth grade. It's like they're already playing at a senior level almost. I can't wait, you know. You, move them up and just get better and better, you know, and my pitching grows and the hitting gets better. And I, I don't really have many home run hitters this year, but um, I got some girls that can hit it out, and I think they will before the season's out. Yeah, and with how young this team, how much more important does it make the girls like Madison Rainwater and Morgan Christmas and Cambry DeBerry, the girls that have been around um, mm-hmm. softball for a little while here, and to have that experience um, to kind of – you know, kind of have the roots um, for this young team to kind of glom onto a little bit and learn from. Oh, yeah, and, it, and they're calm. I mean, Morgan and Rainwater is just as calm as they can be, and it's good if these young girls just running around with their heads cut off. They see that. And um, it's, I think I got a good mix, about half and half, of, you know, the older and the, the youngs. Absolutely. Well, I think that's all I've got for you, Rocky. Thanks for coming in and, and chatting with me. Was there anything that we didn't kind of go over that maybe some names that you wanted to throw out that we didn't yeah, specifically chat on. about? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have great coaching staff. They're all from Lakewood. Um, but, um, you know, Ashley Kaufman, um, John Horton, Derek Pack, Snapper Newman, and Kalen Hodge, they've just been really great coaches, and they, they go out there and work. I mean, they work really hard in practice, and we've had a, a good time with them. They're all easygoing people, and the girls are really enjoying them, I think. 
Absolutely. And yet to that point, um, you know, coaching with your daughter in a kind of different role, um, how fun is it to kind of have the the shifting changes uh, when it comes to spring and summer where you kind of let her take the reins there in the spring where she's the the head coach at Lakewood and you kind of take in the assistant role and then the tides kind of switch around over the summer? We we butt heads a little bit because, you know, sometimes we have a different idea about who should be starting. I'm trying to keep this team together for the long run so I don't want to lose anybody by not playing them. So I see this talent. I'm letting them play. Sometimes it might cost us, but in the long run, it's going to benefit us. Yeah, and how much, too, is, you know, while you guys might butt heads on some little things, I'm sure, you know, on the big picture, you guys are pretty much on the same page because you're the guy that taught her a lot of what she has learned over the years. She's about 100 times more organized than I am. I mean, she comes up with the pitching bands and the hitting bands and gets all the girls together for everything. She's very organized, and that's, I couldn't do it without her. Yeah, and what does it mean to have two seasons where you guys get to work together? Oh, and- it's fun. I mean, we like best friends, so it's, it's very good. Absolutely. All right, well, I do think that's all I've got for you, Rocky. Thank you so much for coming in and, and chatting some softball, and we're looking forward to uh, the rest of a very fun, sumter- or a fun summer with the storm. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having us down. And that'll do it for this week's episode of The Blitz. Now, next week, I will not be in here. I am taking a long-awaited week off next week, so um, I will not be in. But, everybody, be sure to stay tuned for our next episode of the podcast as we continue the conversation around local sports. For the Item Podcast Network and Studio Sumter, I'm Tim Leibel. Thanks for listening.